Hi, everybody. I'm Pastor Larry Huck, and welcome to Standing with Israel on Charisma's Podcast Network. You know, standing with Israel is one of the most important things that you will ever do. And let me give you two reasons. You and I are fulfilling Bible prophecy in tearing down the wall that divides Jews and Gentiles. The second thing is, by tearing down this wall and rebuilding the tabernacle of David in our hearts, we are preparing the world for the coming of the Messiah. Now let's get into today's message. All of a sudden you see Russia back in the news and you see China back in the news. But you've got to remember the Bible prophecies concerning Gog and Magog. Gog and Magog is Russia and the leader of Russia. You've got to remember the prophecies concerning a 200 million man army that will come out of China and eventually be in Israel at the Battle of Armageddon. After the Cold War, many people thought that Russia's gone. China, in the last couple years, has become the number one user of energy in the world. They've they've outdone us. China, in the last few years, has had to shut down periodically many of their factories because they don't have the energy to run them. The only thing Russia has, besides military might, is oil and gas. The headlines in the newspaper, China and Russia merge together to build a pipeline. Germany is going along. Denmark is going along. Pakistan is going along. India is going along. Turkey is going along. And they're all merging together to build this pipeline so that Russia-China controls the energy market of all of Europe. At the same time, America produces more energy, more gas and oil, than anybody in the world. Now think about it. If we get the pipelines going, we don't need anybody's oil and gas. We are self-sufficient. Plus... It means 400 plus thousand jobs. But one side says, what's 400,000 jobs compared to global warming? How many want food on your table? How many want electricity in your house? How many want gasoline for your cars? There is one side that doesn't want churches meeting. There's another side saying the churches can't be stopped. We're going to give them the right to say whatever they want to say. I don't believe it's in the hands of God. I believe it's in our hands. When you read the book of Revelations, you read about four kings that will rise up to power in the last days. The first king is the king in the north. Who's north of Russia? Nobody's north of Russia. So the king of the north is Russia, Gog and Magog. The king of the south is Egypt, Arab, and the Islamic forces. The king of the east is China. China and Russia are working on what's now called the New Silk Road, $900 billion road system that not only will go from Russia throughout uh, Europe, throughout the Arab countries, but also it'll go into Israel. So you have the king of the north, which is Russia. You have the king of the south, which is Egypt and the Arab Islamic forces. You have the king of the east, which is China. 
And then you have the king of the West, which is America and the United Kingdom. So the Bible says that these four kings will end up coming together in power and through this will introduce the Antichrist. You see Russia all of a sudden rising up. You see China all of a sudden rising up. You see the Arab Islamic nations all of a sudden rising up. And you see America losing its power. Yes, there will be a king of the north. Maybe it's Putin. Yes, there will be a king of the east. Yes, it'll be China. There will be a king of the south. Yes, it will be the Islamic states. And there will be a king, perhaps the Antichrist, rising up out of America or or the United Nations. Yes, these kings will show themselves, and they are showing themselves. But what they don't understand is every one of these kings is about to meet the king of kings and the Lord of lords. I read the end of the book, We Win. Somebody shout amen. Stand with me all over the building. How many understand, if my people who are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray? If we will pray and we will do what's right as Christians and Jews, if we will stand up for the word of God and stand up for each other, they said we can't pray in our schools anymore. We can't pray in our government offices anymore. But there are states that they allow through loudspeakers five times a day to call a prayer to Islam. You can't be silent. The only people who have freedom of speech now is the ones who tell you what you can or can't say. And we can't let them bully us that way. We can't let them stop us. Listen, I love everybody. I don't care if you're a drug addict, you're out of prison. I don't care if you're gay. I don't care if you're a lesbian, a homosexual. Jesus Christ died for our sins. And come unto me, all you that are heavy laden in labor, and I will give you the grace of God and the peace of God and the joy of God. When I came to the Lord the first time, I was a drug addict. I was a drug user. I was a drug dealer. I walked into that church a a, a sinner. Then I walked out of that church by the grace of God, a child of God. Jesus said to the woman, woman, where are your accusers? And she said, none here, Lord. And he said, neither do I accuse you, but go and sin no more. That's not hate speech. If I'm going 100 miles an hour and the bridge is out, yell at me. Stop me from going there. Save my life. Amen. You can't let the news tell you how to think. The only way that tells you how to think is by reading God's word and what God's word says is the end. Somebody say amen. Dr. Dobson said this next election is the most important election since the Civil War. We started this series last week on revival or rapture. Next week I'm going to talk about Hearing the footprints of Jesus. It's it's an amazing Hebrew teaching. Hearing the footsteps of the Messiah. And that's what we're doing. But either those footsteps are going to signal a revival or they're going to signal the rapture. But we are hearing those footsteps. 
without a shadow of a doubt. Guys, listen, we're hearing it. I can remember, I don't know if I told you this or I said this on one of the interviews I've done this last week. But I remember years ago when we were, when we were in Portland, the Jewish community came and said, Would you gather congressmen and senators that you know that are Christians? And so I did. I gathered them together. And we had a meeting with the Jewish Federation. And they said, we want to give you Christians a word of warning. They're coming for you. And we know what that means. We've been there. They're coming for you. They said, you can't pray in public anymore. And the church said, okay. We're going to take the Ten Commandments down out of the schools. Yeah, how's that worked in our school system so far? Now they're saying we can't meet or you can't sing or you can't do this. And I understand being wise when it comes to the virus. I understand that. But you've got to understand is they have a plan. And their plan is to stop God from being in America. Look at Europe. Look, look where Europe is. Rome. Less than 2% are Christians in Rome. The Roman Empire. We need to look at these things and realize God is saying something. But I love what it says at the end with David. He said, God forgive us. And he bought the threshing floor. And that threshing floor is the very place that they built the tabernacle of David or the, third, or the first and second temple. That's what I believe God is getting ready to do. Let me close with this. When America was facing the American Revolution against England, all looked lost. But then God had men and women in the pulpit And the men in the church rallied the church, and the church rallied the country. Later, they said in England, if it hadn't been for the Christians, we would still own America. In the Civil War, Lincoln was running against an opponent that wanted to separate the South so that there would be a slave state. You could have the slave state and we'd have the free state. And the church rose up and said slavery is an abomination in the eyes of God. And the church rose up and made a stand against allowing slavery in the South. History says that's the first spiritual awakening Civil War is the second spiritual awakening. And now the question is, are we ready for a third spiritual awakening? That we stand together as children of God. Male and female, young and old, white, black, brown, Asian, every color of the rainbow. That we stand together as children of God. One nation under God. One nation under God.
Pastor, if you were to tie it down, where do you think we are? I think we're at the verge of the greatest revival that the world has ever seen. I believe we're at the verge of the greatest financial outpouring that the world has ever seen. Thank you for listening to our Standing with Israel podcast with Pastor Larry Huck. We truly believe that building bridges between Christians and Jews is a sign of the end times and will prepare the world for the coming of the Messiah. If you would like to learn more about why we stand with Israel and at the same time be a blessing to the Jewish people, we encourage you to send for Pastor Larry's latest book, Seven Living Prophecies. It's an incredibly insightful and prophetic book that will lead you into the blessings of God and will send it to you for any size offering to our ministry. Your contribution will be used to support our charitable work in Israel, which includes supporting elderly Holocaust survivors and Project Aliyah, which brings the Jews home to their ancient homeland, Israel. To donate, please call us today at 1-800-204-6545 and speak with one of our helpful operators. You can also go to our website and make your donation at lhmpodcast.org. Again, please call 800 800- 204-6545 or go to lhmpodcast.com to make your donation and request a copy of Pastor Larry's latest book, Seven Living Prophecies. Thanks for listening today. God bless you for your prayerful and financial support and tune in next week for another Standing with Israel podcast with Pastor Larry Huck.